Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. It is podcast day. Um, we want to welcome you to the Citizens Advisory Podcast presented by the Citizens Advisory of Pennsylvania. I am Jess Stallnecker, Executive Director, and I am so happy to be joined by Ed Brunn today. He is a dad, a local school board member who has been fighting for conservative values and parental rights and education from the time he took his seat. And today he joins us to talk about a mental health app called Kooth, K-O-O-T-H, Ed has done hundreds of hours of research on this platform, and what he has found is quite concerning. So we want to bring it to light. If you've never heard of this before, we're going to keep it at a high level today. We're probably going to have to do another episode about this because there is so much. But Ed, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for uh, so much for having me today. Um, can you just tell our audience, what is Kuth? Like for someone who has never heard of this, and at a very high level, what is Kuth? So Kuth, uh, so there's what Kuth says they are, and there's also what Kuth actually does. And it's important to separate the two things out. But um, and just to give you some background on um, Kuth, you know, I where I come from with this, I have listened to experts talk about Kuth. I have listened to politicians talk about Kuth. I have seen Kuth from the perspective of the school districts and why they may want Kuth. And I've listened to Kuth representatives speak on the company. And, you know, my conclusion from all groups is that this is possibly the worst progressive program um, in the United States. Um, and let me tell you, so Kuth tells you that they are here. Uh, they originate from Europe. They've been there for a while. They will tell you that they are here in our school districts to help kids uh, with depression and anxiety, um, which is born out of the, you know, supposed mental health crisis in kids. Right. And uh, that's how they present themselves. And it's a really good, they have an excellent sell job. Um, in fact, uh, it, Kuth is currently in 20, it's in about 20 school districts in Pennsylvania. Um, the, it is in no other school district anywhere else in the United States, interestingly enough, but they are currently. Maybe, maybe that's a good time to mention that we actually, one of the things that was kind of eye-opening to us is that the headquarters, the U.S. headquarters is right in 44, Pennsylvania, which is Luzerne County, which is where we are currently. Um, and so, you know, we sort of found that out. So it, it seems to me like Kuth is kind of playing around with their pilot in the U.S. right right here in our backyard. Yes, we are epicenter uh, for the Kuth pilot project in Pennsylvania and Luzerne County is the uh, Luzerne County is like, uh, the, the primary spot for it all, which I find is ironic because I, I think, you know, I think they've run into citizens advisory, which we also headquarter right here in Pennsylvania in okay. Luzerne County. So there, it is interesting of all the places for them to show up. They showed up right in our backyard. Exactly. Yes. Officially um, they are, I wanted to mention they are a tech company. Um, this coup, they are a tech company. And, and if, if I don't know how familiar people are, but there has been kind of a little bit of an outcry in our country that tech companies kind of turn into a little bit of the wild, wild west um, in terms of there is no policing of these things to some degree. And we'll go into more why that's a concern. OK, yeah. So this is this is supposedly like a mental health app to help kids with anxiety and depression in school. It's free to the schools. Uh, yeah, so the state of Pennsylvania, um, 
using a block grant. So they could have used that block grant however they wanted to. But our uh, state lawmakers decided to use that block grant um, to fund Kuth. Um, again, hailing from Europe. Europe, which I will mention, is one of the most uh, liberal and progressive areas of the world. Right. Um, and that's where Kuth originated from. And they brought them here. And interestingly enough, and this is actually a very important point, uh, in Europe, Kuth, when they did what they did there, uh, in terms of helping with mental health, uh, it was primarily a self-referral company in Europe. Um, they 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 did did dabble a little bit in school districts, but most of their research and most of their work was as a self-referral company, which means someone saw a billboard or a sign or a TV ad and felt that they needed mental health help, and they would sign up with this company and see they would seek the company out. Which okay. is wildly different than the way it's being presented in Pennsylvania because it's not on billboards here. Instead, it's in school districts and kids are getting referred to it. So right. that's an interesting um, dynamic to point out because you may get very, very different results as, as because of that. Yes, sure. Okay. So, and <clears throat> we like, I think that this is probably a good segue into the fact that like there is a push for this in Pennsylvania by local lawmakers. Um, we already have a bunch of schools locally who are using Kuth. I, I don't know, Ed, if you have the list there um, to name them, but I know um, Wyoming Valley West, right? Wilkes-Barre area, Wyoming Seven. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. So there's a bunch, uh, Wilkes-Barre area, Wyoming area, Wyoming Valley West. Nanny Coke area, I believe, is to go live in the next week or so. Um, uh, I will point out one school that was supposed to go. Oh, Scranton area is another one. That's a big school district. The yeah. entire Philadelphia school district is live on this program. Okay. And um, I will point out Berwick area was supposed to go live on this program. But uh, due to the diligence of parents, after hearing me speak about this company, they immediately confronted the school board and the school board. And, I, and it's speaking of what the lawmakers talk about, the lawmakers don't tell everybody everything they need to know to make proper decisions on this company. Um, once school boards are in most school boards, once informed of what Kuth fully does with kids, they are quite turned off by the company and they will actually cancel the program, much like Berwick area did. Berwick area got the song and dance of the positives of Kuth, but when they were confronted with the negatives and the concerns of Kuth, they immediately they immediately left dock and did not take Kuth with them is the best way to put it. So that that's the good news with all this is that there are opportunities to intervene on this company. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about why it's concerning. Cause again, um, you know, we know there's a, men a mental health crisis among amongst our youth. We know that it, it needs to be addressed. It sounds good on the surface, but what have you found in your extensive research that is like really concerning, eye-opening. And you said it's the worst, possibly the worst yes. progressive program in the country. So if you can give our, our listeners some details on, on what you found that are, it's kind of like the red, the red flags. Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> there are numerous red flags with this company, numerous. Actually, the hardest part with this company is just keeping the numerous red flags in order. But uh, let's start out with the, the biggest concern is lack of parental consent. Um, most I would not, I did not know any of this until I started to do my deep dive in the Kuth. But uh, one of the weaknesses in Pennsylvania is we, we must have it on the books in state law that allows kids as young as 14 to engage with Kuth um, 
without parental consent, which means if the school is paying for this program, a kid could access this program. And if they're over 14, the parent does not even know that the kid is doing this. And I will point out that in, in our local school districts, the age of consent is 14. But I do want to point out also because this company, when you know, we go into b- bigger details with it, in Philadelphia, uh, which is a high population area within Pennsylvania, the age of consent there, I, I, and I don't understand why, is actually only 11. So this company does interact with very young kids, and they will interact with kids even in our local school districts down to sixth grade, which is 11-year-olds. And, and they get consent for the youngest of kids, but even then they do consent under the umbrella of mental health. And I think our listeners will be shocked to learn what this company means when they say mental health, because they want people to believe that means depression and anxiety. But m- mental health to them is an umbrella term that covers a whole lot of other things. Yeah. So let's get into those things, because I think that this is where, you know, parental consent is one thing, you know, and and obviously we want to know what our kids are engaging in. Good parents want to know what our kids are engaging in. And I think when you explain some of the um, mental health tools that they use, mental health, um, you know, topics that they cover, I think that that's where the alarm um, will go off. Sure. So, yeah. So uh, first thing I'll point out, if you, uh, I have, I have a Facebook page, and, you know, this is, we're obviously conversing here. Right. Um, but I have a Facebook page where I did a deep dive in the Kuth and I pulled in uh, the resources that they were using in Europe. Um, I, I, I read journal articles, articles that Kuth wrote uh, by employees of theirs. And I, I looked at um, much of their, and I guess the best way to put it is propaganda mm-hmm. um, that, they, that they facilitate uh, to young kids when they were in Europe. Um, anybody can go to my Facebook page and look the, all the, all the photos they're marked with Kuth. Um, they're marked with Kuth and they have strong, strong propaganda pushing gender identity, um, as a, as a solution to kids problems. Um, and you know, they, they will use words that I, I mean, I don't think most 11 year olds and even some 14 year olds will have no idea what they are. It'll be their first exposure to that kind of things. And when kids enter this program, if they so much click on any of that stuff, it really takes them down a wormhole, um, uh, a, a vortex that the kid may not have, you know, again, a, a kid whose dog recently passed away, you know, they may be sad because of that. And right. they get referred by the school district to use the Kuth mental health app. They go in because their dog, they're sad because their dog died. But then they get bombarded with left-wing propaganda. Uh, there are kids who are 14 who do not know what LGBTQI means. I don't know that I knew what that meant, with right. the I at least, four years ago. Kids may just click on that because they don't know what that means. And yeah. next thing you know, Kuth will use that to initiate a gender identity conversation with kids. Because in Europe, that was their bread and butter. That was their focus. Um, and I think that I've heard Amy say, Amy, our vice president, who's also done extensive research on the platform, that um, the gender identity, like the transgender numbers in the UK, and I mean, it can't all be um, attributed to Kuth, but they've gone up like something like 900%, like in the sure. last and, four years. Sure. And and uh, I think earlier I had spoken about Kuth in Europe being a self-referral company, which is interesting because 
as a self-referral company, if someone is having a gender identity crisis as a, say, 19-year-old maybe in Europe, they may feel they need help. They would seek Kuth out and use their service. And I have some paperwork here, and I'll read it. Um, this is from the British Association for Counseling and Psychotherapy, which is a peer-reviewed article. Um, uh, this, is, this is a quote from a Kuth research person. Uh, they found that young people who identify with identity issues are almost three times as likely to present with suicidal thought. So that's why Kuth, as a self-referral company, may have made some sense in Europe. However, and, and the, the reason I read that comment is because gender identity, per Kuth's own research, shows is highly associated with suicide ideation and self-harm. And that was where Kuth, in Europe, behaving as, the, as a self-referral company, may have been helpful. Right. But I will point out to people that is wildly, wildly different than how Kuth is behaving in the United States of America right now. Right. Um, because they, in our school districts, kids aren't seeking Kuth out for a gender identity crisis. They are not going there for that reason. They're going there because maybe they're sad because their dog died. Yeah. Maybe they're right. sad because they lost. The, you know, my daughter dropped the, uh, the ball that was hit in the air and she missed it and she was sad for a day. You know, yeah. if that was like the all-star game, maybe she's sad for a week. So she's clicking, you know, the sad face on the emoji on the rhythm app at school. She gets referred to Kuth. Next thing you know, she's clicking on LGBTQI because she doesn't know what that means. Right. Is Kuth going to initiate a gender identity conversation with my daughter because she clicked on that? And, and let's again, talk about that, like yeah. what that might look like, because we know that there's a difference between a guidance counselor and a Kuth employee. Right. And so these discussion boards, so there, we know that there's discussion boards peer discussion boards is this correct like in Kuth there's peer discussion boards but then there's also like moderators that moderate those discussions so like kids it's it's almost like a social media situation too where kids yeah. kind of interact with each other but then the if I, if i'm understanding correctly the Kuth employees can also engage with these kids on their own and yes the, correct. The, okay and so these people are, we don't know what their credentials are, correct? I mean, we know what a guidance counselor's credentials are, but now we have. Employees. Okay. So yeah. What, what do we know about that, Ed? So the point out, uh, and this is obviously another huge concern when a, uh, a guidance counselor is hired at your local school district, a guidance counselor, or even a janitor for that matter, right. we know a lot about them because an administrator interviews, hires, and gets approval from a school board who is an elected body to oversee the school. That is the normal process. And that has worked for a hundred years in this country. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. It protects kids because, you know, there are a lot of local eyes on the project. Right. Kuth, in contrast, is a company that is, you know, essentially hired as a contractor by the school district, but the school district is not hiring the employees. Like I, I have never met a Kuth employee who is speaking with the kids. And because of that, I have a lot of questions on who they are hiring and why. Again, they work from home, these Kuth employees, and they, they will be interacting with children in an intimate, you know, anonymous setting, right. speaking about intimate details of their life. And and they Kuth is very – when you look into them, they're very funny in how they – word things so they'll refer to employees as practitioners mm. well what is a practitioner you know and that you know credentials do they have to have right i mean what credentials do they have we know right. so, counselors have to go to school for so long like what and have licensure yeah so in the state yeah. of pennsylvania 
to have licensure to counsel, you have to have a master's or a doctorate and sit for a test. Mm -hmm. However, uh, so to be a, as a licensed counselor, which is obviously people who do that are expensive. So it right. appears that in a way to get around that, and I, I, I would, this is a question I would love to ask him. What is your ratio of practitioners to counselors at your company? Because it appears that for every one counselor they have, they have way more practitioners and they seem to make practitioners sound more highly trained than they are. It sounds like they are just company certified people who are then allowed to moderate these forums. And mm -hmm. it seems that many of them may have a uh, agenda that does not match, you know, um, many of parents' feelings. Right. Um, so they, the practitioners do not seem to have licensure at Kuth, and they seem to be the ones that moderate the forums and interact with kids on the lower levels. And, and regardless of how you feel about this stuff, I mean, if you're listening to us, probably you're, you're you know, maybe this is concerning to you, but my concern, I mean, these, the team, it says meet the team bios, they, yep. they have their pronouns listed. Um, yep. Some and, of them are, uh, some of them are he and she, but many of them are they and them. And I will point out, I will point out um, in the British Association for uh, Consulting and Psychotherapy, and I'll read this verbatim for okay. listeners. Uh, I think this speaks to the type of 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 the of the training that these employees go uh, get get trained on at Cooth. Um, and this is verbatim reading it. And again, this this will be who your children are interacting with in an anonymous setting that okay. you don't even know about as a parent. Right. These sessions encourage practitioners to become aware of their own gender and sexual identities to promote curiosity and essentially empathy for young people that is written by a Cooth employee in the British association for counseling and psychotherapy. Cause go, again, going back as a self-referral company in Europe focused on gender identity, they, they probably believe it was good to hire people who could relate to people coming in with the gender identity problems. So again, maybe that made sense in Europe, but again, in school districts, are we doing that here? Because, again, do we want to be promoting gender identity to kids? Because Coot's own research shows that that is highly associated with suicide, which is the which is brings to me where I'm going here. How is the state of Pennsylvania paying for a company, Coot, to do what they're doing and potentially increase suicide and self-harm by increasing gender identity issues right that like, and that's 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 this my be, this could be presented concern. well it's a huge concern i mean it, this could be presented to an 11 year old I, I mean i can't even imagine my 11 year old um you know who is referred to cooth because like you said maybe um you know they're sad for some for some reason that's unrelated reason yeah. unrelated a, a normal lifetime event kids get sad we all get sad right um and right. then having someone you know pry and prod and like sort of you know well maybe you, have you ever thought right. maybe you're in the wrong you're the, you're the wrong gender or whatever right. i can't even imagine right. well, just imagine you know how many girls are made fun of for being a tomboy tomboy girl and how many boys are made fun of for being a feminine feminine boy i mean when i was 13 years old i was called you know you know kids will make fun of you and they'll call you gay this that or the other it happens the problem is as a kid who goes into this program cooth again sad because they lost the baseball game 
And then the Kuth practitioner who has no licensure, you know, prods out of them. Well, well, you know, they mentioned, well, oh, I'm also my friends make fun of me because I'm a tomboy girl and I like softball. Well, now the Kuth employee may feel that that could initiate a gender identity conversation. Because right. Again, this is not why the child has entered here, but at a very young age, as young as 11 in Philly and around here 14, a child can now be being told something that is not necessarily even true, but it's suddenly placed in their head. And at that point, you know, a child is either going to do one of two things. They're either going to act on it. Right. And if they're from a home that's not accepting well, that's that's exactly how you end up homeless. If you're if the if the child's family at home is not accepting of alternative lifestyles, that's how a kid ends up homeless and potentially again a risk for suicide and self harm. Or if the child does um, not act on whatever suggestions a Kuth employee gives, well, that, that that's like an eight hundred pound gorilla being placed on a child's shoulders at a very young tender age. How is a child going to deal with that if they're hiding something like that that they they don't know how to deal with? That's a risk for suicide and self-harm again, which is mind-blowing because this company was brought here to do the opposite. But I don't know that – oh, and, and I'll read this to you, and this is the stuff that's extremely concerning. This is from the BMC Public Health, a peer-reviewed journal from uh, Europe. This is Kuth's own pilot evaluation from October 2022. Okay. Many, and I'll read this verbatim, many young people turn to the internet for advice and support, but little is known about the effectiveness and potential harms of online support. And so here's Kuth will openly admitting they don't know if they're safe or effective, but yet this tech company has showed up in Pennsylvania school districts and our lawmakers are feeding it money. And they're, you know, again, we asked them and we had talked about, you know, I had the, you know, I've had the uh, privilege of watching Coot speak on a YouTube channel, you know, defending their services. You know, they were asked point blank, you know, are you are you uh, are you guys receiving you know, are providing any lobbying efforts or any financial incentives to lawmakers to push your company? You know, this is a company we're asking to trust with our children, with right. our children. And they were giving answers like not that I am aware of, which I will point out is not no. Right. They were answering, not that I'm not aware of, aware which, of. you know, right. this is, again, a company asking for us to trust them anonymously with our children. And these are the kind of answers they're providing. Um, and the other thing I will point out, too, and you had mentioned it earlier, uh, at, in terms of a social media company, mm-hmm. Kuth, my nickname for Kuth is I call them Kuth Child Killing Mental Health Services, because I believe that is potentially what they may do. Yes, yeah, But this company, you had mentioned social media earlier. And I would like to point out that social media in study after study after study of peer-reviewed studies has been shown to potentially be the cause of the ch- you know children's uh, mental health crisis currently in America. Uh, and, think no of, and think about what we are doing in Pennsylvania. We have just fed $3 million in grant money to a company that is a social media company. That is exactly what Kuth is. So are we using a social media company to treat a social media induced problem. And, and we don't even know if that company is safe, which is absurd, but we do not. And the company itself admits it in their own paperwork. Right. It's absurd. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Ed, there's so much we probably can do. So a whole, we can, we could probably do a week's worth of, of <laughs> um, 
and we're still doing our own research. Um, we're yeah. still, we're still finding things every single day about this company, about what it is, about what it looks like when our kids get in there. Um, we are, um, following closely, um, what the, uh, what it, what it looks like in the UK versus here. So, um, we're, we're definitely, you know, we still have a lot to, to learn. Um, but you know, at this point in time, what, what advice would you give to parents? I mean, first of all, listening to this podcast is number one, right? Making yourself aware yeah. of the fact that this is happening. Um, but what can parents do? I mean, as far as like stopping this in their own, in their own home district. Yeah. And I, first I want to say, you know, I keep saying in terms of like the Kentucky Derby of progressive problems, I feel like if people were, people were to write a one to 20 list of like progressive problems they have and, you know, concerns in schools, I don't know that Kuth made the top 20. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that it made the top 20 of anybody anywhere in the state of Pennsylvania, but I will tell you like the Kentucky Derby where that one horse ran from the back of the pack all the way to the front. That's Kuth. They're going right to the front. They are likely the number one problem. Um, uh, but the, I got some good news for people, though. The really good news is that most school boards are sold that this company is exclusively for depression and anxiety. They are not told anything about this company's activities in Europe whatsoever. And what I have found is any honest school board member who is has you know genuine interest in their kids will not approve this program um what i will say is 20 school districts signed up for this program uh that's 20 times nine that's 180 school board members i am not aware of of a single no it was a it was you know 180 yes votes for this company and i showed up pointing out what this company was doing in europe and this company has come to a grinding halt in pennsylvania as a result of it i i have to assume it's because of my advocacy here Right. Um, but the good news is I, I can't be everywhere in Pennsylvania, but parents can be. They need to show up with their school boards uh, with their school board members. They need to let uh, school board members know do not trust their state lawmakers with this. Do not trust them because this is a publicly traded company. They likely have investments in it. They have a side agenda, uh, which mm-hmm. I could spend an entire podcast about why why this company is being promoted as it is. Right. And I will point out, you know, I'm sure a lot of listeners are thinking like, gosh, these Democrats out there pushing this company, what else are they going to do? And I will point out that uh, the leaders on this company are actually more often than not state uh, of Pennsylvania elected Republicans, GOP, if yep. people could believe that. Yeah. So it's being pushed from both sides. I mean, both um, sides. yeah. And, and again, I, you have to wonder, I mean, I don't think, you know, when it sounds like a good deal and it sounds like maybe somebody is, you know, accepting donations here or that whatever, you know, we don't know what the financial dealings are, but, um, you know, it, it sounds like a no brainer to them. I don't think that, I mean, they're not spending the time that you're spending Ed, looking no. at this because they don't care. They're not, they don't, they're not invested, um, in, in each individual child, like a parent is. Um, so, the one that you you do, I mean, Berwick, right, is is an example where yes. it was stopped by parents, right, Ed? You yeah, yeah you, Berwick area, I actually have the photo. Berwick area shows on the list of schools that was going to start mm-hmm. on Cooth uh, and uh, on Citizens Advisory Forums. I had noticed Berwick disappeared, and I had asked, well, what happened? And parents told me that, you know, when they heard the K word come out at the school board meeting, they were they were up in arms over. It. And I would also like to point out, it's very important that parents 
proactively prevent this company because once a school board votes this company in, they are more likely to defend the company than to to uh, block it because everybody wants to block the company. Nobody wants to have the company, you know, in their school district and then say, well, I made a stupid error in allowing this company. People are, then people start to say, well, it's mental health and they start to defend it. Right. Um, as a parent, you want to nip this thing in the bud before it has a chance to grow. That's a great point. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, what kinds of resources can we do? You have, do you have the links to those articles? Ed? can we can we post some resources in the um the description of this of this podcast for our listeners? They can maybe start to do some of their own research. Yeah, I, I in Citizens Advisory, I have uh, uh, I think a multitude of po posts. Um, yes. the, the one the Honestly, one is from okay. I think February seventeenth, and yes. then I have a dated one. But those ones have all the photos, you know. And again, I I'm pretty diligent with links and sources. You know, okay. I, I I hate when people, you know, I always find people will say this, that, and the other, and they don't have anything to back it up. You know, right. everything is from Kuth itself. You know, people could see exactly what they were doing in Europe. And, you know, I think one of the most crazy things is, you know, they almost, Kuth, when they were being questioned, they almost tried to blame our state laws for their existence here, which is, you know, they're exploiting our state laws being 14 and up. And they kind of like said, well, it's all your, it's, they almost said it's your fault we're here, which right. I thought was the most ludicrous argument ever. But that that is exactly what they did. They pretty much said, you guys are foolish enough to have laws to allow us to be here. So we're going to show up and take oh, advantage. God. That was, th that was how I interpreted what Kuth was telling the public. Mm-hmm. Which is, so, which is really crazy to really think about. It is so crazy. We are definitely going to have to continue this conversation. But Ed, I want to thank you for all of the research and all the time you've put into this. I mean, I don't know if it wasn't for you. I don't even know if us at Citizens Advisory would be aware of um, of how dangerous yep. this app is. So and I, if, I could say one, if I could say one more final sure, thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of left-wing groups out there who are going to be like, oh, like, listen to this guy. He's anti-LGBTQ, yada, yada, yada. I will point out, and I, again, this is why I will die on this hill all day long. There is no government organization at the federal level, that would be CDC, and there's no professional organization in the United States of America that recommends counseling about gender identity or speaking with a young child about gender identity through a computer. And I will emphasize that through a computer part, that should exclusively be done in-person therapy with a parent or a friend, not through a computer because that's called social media. Yes, I I could not agree more. And again, I think it's it's important, you know, we as parents, I mean, I think a lot of us we are okay with the way people are living their lives. Right. We, we are concerned with the push for this gender identity um conversation with our kids. That's, yes, especially that's especially when has, especially when Coot's own research shows that it has a high incidence of suicide. Correct, and right. the fact that it's anonymous and that parents, if your child is fourteen or eleven in Philadelphia, you'll never know. You'll never right. know. And there, are, there are plenty of parents who would want to hold their kids' hands through a situation like that. Correct. And at that point, Coot's holding the hand, and they again, they I don't even know what licensure they have to do that. Right. No less through computer. Exactly. Ed, thank you so much. Um, we're going to put some resources in the description of this video. Um, and we want you to check out our website, citizensadvisorypa.com. We're also on Facebook, Citizens Advisory of PA. 
um, and Twitter, Citizens Advisory of PA. If you join our Facebook page, Ed shares so much great information about Cooth. And I just appreciate this like 5,000 foot view. And, and at some point, Ed, we are going to get you back on and we are going to take a deeper dive. So I really appreciate everything that you've done. Thank you for being here. Thanks so much, Jess. All right, I'm going to end the recording.